When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome everyone to another episode from Stats of the Day. Today we are uh, going to look into game week three matches. We had one last night on Friday and six matches today. So a total of seven matches to go through. Welcome everyone. Hopefully you are having a fantastic weekend. What a day. Uh, it's been funny. It's funny day. Um, more for the football itself some teams have very high position or passes but yet they are going behind in the score some drama in the arsenal man united games being down and and uh, arsenal came back with a point man united turned the table and got the full three points so interesting day um more so for fpl how is everyone doing? Let me know in the comment section how many points you've got and who is your star and flop of the day. Also, we have a poll. Uh, you can find it on the screen here. It's a simple a trivia asking you guys if you watch the matches. Which midfielder? Oh, not midfielder actually. But uh, it's likely it's it's somehow all the options are midfielder. So it, it meant to be which player, but let's go with it. Uh, which midfielder had the highest expected goal involvement for game week three you have four options here so let me know guys who you think it is uh, was it Saka was it Fernandez was it Bowen or James Madison uh, I will give the first couple of minutes um, for you guys to answer this it's a tricky one be careful guys um, you might think someone but it's actually another so I give a hint already uh, but let's see, let's see. Uh, Historia, uh, welcome back. Um, one of the dedicated guys in, in the stream here, coming every week. 59 points, uh, with Gusto being the king. Oh my goodness, you've got Gusto. Uh, you can't do that. That's illegal. It's, 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 it's funny, right? Um, at 4 million, you never expected Gusto to be that good. Even, even football terms, he was really good. Um, the two assists that he got, if you if we look at the stats from today, it's a bit over over uh, achievement. But he looked brilliant, and that assist as well to Sterling was was really good. Um, so well done if you have him, um, Solia boy. Um, welcome, welcome. Um, you love these streams. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. That's the only thing I want here. Um, Kemi, bet it's Bruno. Well, let's find out. Let's find out. Uh, you will also see in the stats from uh, the first slide. 31 points from Heather uh, with three to play. Madison was the best for me so far. Or now I'm getting a zero. I've got two zeros. And I will show you why. And I I want to apologize for the streamers for what are you going to see in my team. Because uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, think of wild carding. Wow. Okay, early wild cards are going to fly tonight and, and this week, apparently. Uh, spending all the transfers on injured defenders and Gabriel behind the 
the offensive transfers. I mean, if 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 you are one transfer away from fixing your team or coming back to the template or covering all the players you want, maybe it's worthwhile to keep on your transfer. Also, we are really early in the season, so taking hits is is it's not a bad option. Uh, you've got the whole season to uh, cover it back. Um, so. Unless you want to change structure, formation, then yeah, might be wildcard. Um, it could be, it could be the play. Uh, Yazid, hi, hi, how are you? Um, Richarlison, the flop, the big flop again. Ah, uh, you got me, you got me. Okay, let's have a look at my team uh, because it's not something I want to show you first. Um, but uh, as part of the agenda for this show. I have to share you my team just uh, just for the fun of it, right? Um, so if you followed me last week, I doubted Richarlison. And that's here where uh, I want to apologize, guys. Um, I doubted Richarlison and I said that he didn't perform, Perisic made an impact. There might be a chance that Perisic will play and Richarlison getting dropped. That's not a correct theory, but I stand by the fact that Richarlison did not play well the first two games. However, during the week we hear about medicine and the injury, and uh, he was uh, on, oh yeah, I don't know, um, he had uh, something covered on his legs and he didn't train all week, and all of a sudden, magically, he trained unrestrictedly on Friday. I didn't buy that. Whether that's a bad take from my side, I didn't buy that. Uh, from someone who had pictures really injured on, on, on Sunday or Saturday, they didn't train the whole week. So I decided to go for the Charleston for the next three, four game weeks. And hopefully I can take an advantage. Of course, he didn't even make the 60th minute. I, I, I didn't watch that part of the game because I was outside. And I saw that he was replaced at the 60th minute. It's like, okay, uh, it is what it is. Two points versus eight, not too bad. But it turned out that he got a yellow card and he didn't even make the 60. So he finished on a zero. So I'm sorry, guys, that you have to see this. I'm so sorry that you have to see <laughs> Richarlison in my team. And I took him out. Uh, I made the transfer. I, I never raged transfers uh, in FPL. Today, I, I've done it. Uh, moving on. Uh, Onana, zero. Pretty much like many uh, expecting... Uh, Onana to get some points or Pickford or Turner no, 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 re not really a popular goalkeeper today has delivered big points so why is this a bad result? I didn't lose a ground in, in that position um, but it's still it's funny like Turner got three points so um, I, I would have never uh, started Turner over Onana but it's been, it's been a funny game for Onana so especially the first goal he conceded um, I don't know what, what he was doing. Uh, uh, Sherwin, yeah, this is live. Hello. Ghost <laughs> um, on the bench or Russell. I, uh, I hope he is coming in for someone. I hope. I'm really hoping. If you are loading up on City, that's where you, your bet will be, right? Um, okay, so Chilwell and Romero. My second transfer was Gabriel to Romero. Um, I also didn't go for Odori. Um, because I've read in the lines that in the mid-term, long-term, he might lose some minutes to Davis. And I just decided to go for for uh, the security of, of the stars. And Romero did all right. Um, he got seven points. Although I know Romero, he's a bit like, he can cause a penalty and a red card and all of that. But 
he went he came through this uh, this game uh with seven points he was on eight until really a couple of hours ago so like why why just fix it on eight guys uh so seven points not too bad uh for gabriel who didn't play so pretty happy with the transfer akanji uh, is someone who is going to play tomorrow uh saka on uh, and rashford returns jackson on return as well and Haaland and Foden and Akanji yet to play tomorrow. I'm pretty happy with the decision to bench Estupinian. Um, I was confident that for whatever reason that West Ham will score and will make the game hard and I didn't expect Estupinian to score points. My worry is, is Pep Guardiola benches Akanji tomorrow and I get Estupinian off the bench. So that's a clean sheet lock I expect from City. So if you have a City defender, if he starts, that's pretty much okay. A high chance of getting at least a, a six pointer here so we will see we will see um the only reason i think akanji can lose his place if if diaz and Ake start um and in, in as a center backs basically stones is still not ready so um let's see how it goes uh diogo jota as well he is um the other differential midfielder that i have um he needs to score i think the other midfielders have scored today apart from buemo and uh, eze the rest have delivered, so big points are, are needed from him. Um, so we will see tomorrow. Yeah, like the stream, guys. Smash the like button. Smash it. We have 140 uh, viewers here. Thank you guys for joining. 16 likes only. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to stream, guys. Smash it, guys. Smash the like button. Um, all right. Um, let's start with... The match day report. So we have seven matches. We will start with the Friday night match between Chelsea and Luton Town. You would expect Chelsea to score. Uh, we had Chilwell and Jackson for the most of us. Well done to everyone who is um, who has gone for Sterling. Um, big big points from 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 uh, Sterling. Um, before I start reading the stats, so let me take a look at the outcome of the poll because now. In the poll, where are the results? Did I end the poll and, and the results gone away? Nah. Where are the results, guys? Did I lose it? I saw Steren on 43% and Fernandez on, on something similar. And uh, Madison and... Um, was the first one? Saka are way down in the list. Um, it's a trick. So it's Saka who had the highest expected goal involvement, and it was shocking when I saw it. Obviously, there is part of it uh, the penalty, but still, he was massively higher than any other uh, player uh, uh, in here. So Saka, well done to everyone who uh, answered with Saka to to the poll question. I can't see it anymore to re to read you the exact percentages uh here it is brian thank you very much you can he sent it to us it's 43 for uh sterling fernandez with 37 bowen for 12 percent and only six percent went with saka i got you guys i got you i thought this is gonna be a good quiz uh so six percent got, got the answer correct so well done well done um so sterling is one of the top four for this game week um with a total expected goal involvement of 1.07 uh, 
uh, two goals and one assist pretty pretty decent return for a seven million midfielder if you've gone for him over over Madison or Richarlison or any other midfielder uh, that's a big big gain uh, total uh, big chances total uh, two which is pretty decent um, Jackson finally from five goal attempts and expected goal involvement of 0.9 he managed to finally score the goal it would have been brutal if Jackson didn't return that game he had a couple of really strong chances to score and he assisted the guy that he decided not to shoot a chill what was he doing guys um he has got an expected goal involvement of 0.37 and a clean sheet but this doesn't take into account the chance that we saw because he didn't take an action he didn't score he didn't assist to someone who missed it so it, it goes into the expected assist it was just a wrong pass that it didn't affect this hgi i'm, I'm pretty sure if he took a shot this will go all the way to 0.7 or 0.75 um, but that's why it's a bit low because uh, that chance didn't materialize. He was in front of the goal and he decided to do nothing. Um, someone needs to go to him and ask him why, why he did that. Um, that would have been a nice double point for Jackson and, and Chilwell owners. Um, but anyways, Gosto is the big man, is the big king uh, with expected goals involvement of 0.17. That's pretty low, but he yet managed to get two assists uh, for, for this game. So well done to those who managed to do Reese James to Gusto or from uh, Gabriel to Gusto. It's it's pretty decent move. And I think he will continue to play in the next two or three game weeks at least. Maybe if, if James has a bit of a sit back or a longer uh, rehab, then Gusto will get a bit longer run. Um, so, yeah, well done, well done. If I have a transfer, I would have definitely considered uh, Gasto. He's already 4.1 today, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's 4.2, 4.3 by the end of the week. So if you if you want him, you're going to get him fast. Uh, still, 4.1, 4.2 is still cheap by, by the terms, but if you are looking to build a team value and these 0.1s make a difference in other transfers, then yeah, here comes the idea of making these transfers. Um, losing Town didn't do much. Uh, we had Morris uh, with expected goal involvement of 0.31, but that's really about it. It's it's hard for Luton Town to do anything uh, against Chelsea for that game. Um, the kickoff, um, lunch kickoff game today was between Bournemouth and Tottenham. Um, from Bournemouth, it's the same names. Uh, Belling uh, expected goal involvement of 0.27, but nothing really from, from their side. Tottenham, we had Madison with expected goal involvement of 1.45, four goal attempts, and a scored a nice goal, a uh, really, really good goal. Uh, Kulosevsky, who scored the second from Uduri assist, um, expected goal involvement of 0 0.48 for Kulosevsky, and Uduri with the highest amongst Spurs defenders with um, XGI of 0 0.34. So that's pretty nice 12-pointer for Uduri. And um, I think he is strong and nice options. I had my worries that didn't wasn't correct. Uh, maybe it will be in the long term, but if you've had him, very, very decent points. Um, one of the games that it didn't really affect FPL much is Everton against Wolverhampton. 
uh, a win for for Wolves, uh, one nil. The only two names I want to mention here is Danjuma with a total of uh, two two big chances and five goal attempts and HGI of 0.4. He could be someone when Everton when Everton picks up a form and the fixtures are great. He could be someone you can look at for a budget player. Uh, as of Wolves, it's only about Neto with uh, XGI of 0.49 and he got the assist for for uh, Wolves' goal today. Obviously, we have to mention Sa with his heroic performance. We didn't mention that in the goalkeeper's table. But that chance, uh, was it from Decore, the header? To be fair, the header wasn't wasn't good. Um, uh, but still, it could have easily gone in, in, in the goal. Um, but the reflexes from uh, from Sa was just amazing, and and he kept the clean sheet. And uh, you will see that Sa was by far the best goalkeeper from the teams that have pl played this game week. So it's a, it's a rewarding day for Sa. And if you have him by any chance, then a massive massive congratulations for for this mega haul. Uh, no pick for the clean sheet. Yeah, it's disappointing. He got four points in three game weeks this season. Um, but basically, uh, I was chatting with friends before before the show, and we were talking about the goalkeeper situation. And uh, he made a good point. Uh, one of the friends he said that Onana eleven, Pickford four, and arguably many have played Turner in 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 game week two. So effectively, you are you are getting six points from the goalkeeper position, while someone who started Onana every game week has got eleven. So. After three game weeks, you are only five points behind. So it's not a bad, it's not a terrible situation yet. But if you are on a wild card, I would definitely consider changing Pickford for someone, uh, a set of forget or someone I would, I have mentioned him in the beginning of the preseason and I will, I will consider having him if I have the chance is Ariola. Ariola and Ternal could really be the dream goalkeeper in position for 8 million. Yes, it's not gonna be like uh, uh, Leicester goalkeepers from last year. Um, Ariola has done an incredible performance today and he got eight or nine saves today uh, from Brighton. Um, so he looks really strong and you can easily swap between them if, if you are if you are happy with, the, with their fixtures. So Ariola tops the list, uh, to, be, to be honest, more than Onana, more than any 4.5 goalkeeper. Maybe Leno for the saves, he's, he's really strong with the saves. He, he's done that in the in, in last um, couple of game weeks. Well, the whole season is a couple of game weeks anyway. So uh, from the beginning of the season, he's been managing, he's been racking up the saves and the save points. So that's an advantage, even though you don't expect Fulham to keep so many clean sheets. Um, okay. Moving on uh, to the second set of matches. We have four matches here, uh, Brentford and Crystal Palace. I, I listened to the Friday um, Team News stream with Joe and Neil. And Neil has mentioned a funny stat between these two teams that over the last two seasons, uh, the results have been 0-0, 0, 0, 0, 0 1-1 and 1-1. So <laughs> this is another 1-1. Uh, which made me think that I might get an advantage of selling Eze um, because I don't expect many goals in this game but also I'm not going for Mbwemo I'm not gonna knee-jerk that decision after two game weeks 
Um, but obviously, both of them have outscored Charleston. So who am I to talk about this transfer? Um, but look, um, Boema and Wissa have been have been great for Brentford. Um, not as great as the previous two, which is uh, very sensible. But still, they have managed an XGI of 0.29 and 2.7. Um, so over the run, I think they will keep ticking along uh, with the points. And Boemo has the advantage of the, the penalties. So, of course, he's a midfielder as well, so he gets extra points. Um, on the Crystal Palace side, uh, Eze, um yet again, performs, but no points. Uh, zero 0.42 expected goal involvement, four, four goal attempts, and three chances created. Uh, Anderson, uh, apart from the goal, somehow he managed to create five chances. I don't know how. I didn't watch that game, but I was shocked when I learned the stats. Like, oh wow, is that correct? Is that is that true? Um, five chances. So apparently he's been playing some long balls behind their defenses, and and the players didn't convert these chances. So that's how. I would think about it, um, but I'll be interested to look back at the game and see how these chances were created. Um, the next game, Arsenal and Fulham. I think this, uh, this game was a bit surprising in terms of football results. You would expect Arsenal to win this game, but well done to Fulham. They fought really, really hard to get to get um, to get this point. And from the first minute, um, a miss pass from Saka led to the um to the goal of, of fulham um but overall i didn't see much in terms of fpl that would convince me uh, to to pick and go and buy some some assets um apart from leno who managed to get uh, eight or nine saves uh, we will see that in the next slide but apart from that i still like Pereira, but i think he's He's like any other budget midfielder. He is uh, at five point five, so you have to consider the other options as well. Jimenez with a total XGI of zero point two. I'm still yet waiting to see Jimenez of three seasons ago ticking along and scoring goals. I'd be considering uh, going for him if if that happens. Uh, as of Arsenal, as a soccer owner, I'm quite happy that he outscored. Uh, Odegaard and Saka, but more importantly, he got the penalties back. Um, last last week was a bit of, of like a drama, um, and it was some sort of like uh, we swap the um, the penalties. Uh, Odegaard scored more in the training, so it was really like um, a mutual decision between between both of them to uh, to uh, allow Odegaard to take the penalty. And I was worried that this will continue. But then Saka got, got this penalty and he scored, which is good. Uh, if he missed, uh, then uh, things might be different and Odegaard might might uh, come back to them. So um, Saka, with expected goal involvement of 2.44, um, which is crazy. Uh, this is one of the highest we've, we've seen this season uh, uh, for an individual player who's expected to be involved in two and a half goals. Um, one of the chances that he created was the, the, the cross that uh, was badly um, handled by Havertz. If he just left it, there was another player who could, who could have done a better, a, better, um, yeah, a better decision with the ball. Uh, but Martinelli, with expected goal involvement of 0 0.65, it wasn't, it wasn't close to what Saka uh, did today, um, which 
in a way makes me happy that I am on the right side at least for this decision. Um, I still think Martinelli is a great option. I think from what we've seen today is Trossard and Ketia and Jesus or Jesus are rotating that number nine. But maybe when Jesus is back, then Trossard might still interfere with Martinelli, um, just like what happened end of last season. So I'm slightly skeptical about Martinelli. I need to see um, a game when Jesus starts and how this impacts Martinelli. Um, so for now, if you have any Arsenal midfielder, I would, I would keep him. Um, yes, they have Man United, I believe, next game week, but these, the Man United and Arsenal are, are is a game where we have a lot of goals, um, generally, uh, like a 2-2 or a 3-2. So I, feel, I fully expect Rashford, Saka, Martinelli, Bruno to be involved in goals. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the comment section here. Um... Madison will be top three highest scoring midfielder this season if he stays fit. I agree. I mean, um, his 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 start his uh, was was a really dream start. So um, I think with the fixtures that's coming up, the next two or three, if he stays fit, I think he can be top of the midfielders in the game. But overall, yes, he could be he could be for a top five. Maybe the likes of Salah and. Um, Foden or or Saka will be still there. I, I mentioned Foden. He never been. He has never been in top three. But for some reason, I have a good feeling about him this this season. Uh, but anyways, yeah, Madison is 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 uh, a strong candidate for that. Uh, Benji uh, Chill will not shooting and scoring. That's a massive point swing. Yes, yes. Imagine that he scored that had that chance. There will be six points for him plus three BBS most likely. That's a nine. And assists Jackson, that's another three, that's 12. Maybe Jackson will snap another bonus point because he finished on seven. So you are really talking about 13 points gone in in a split second uh, because the cello decided not to shoot. So um, you can call him and <laughs> blame him for that. Um, Rashford to Foden, yay or nay? Um, I will be confident more tomorrow when um, Man City play uh, Sheffield United. I want to see Foden starts and scoring. The idea behind keeping playing football for Pep is to be involved in goals, to play good, uh, to be consistent with the performances. So Foden has been is is doing that. Will he do it tomorrow? So I. I think Rashford is still is still a good option. If you have another budget midfielder um, of a six point five, four than seven five is not far away. You can I, I believe you can find a way to get him. So um, yeah, probably yes to Foden, but not for Rashford. Um, yes, I have Ake at Man City on my subs worth keeping. Um, that's another question for tomorrow because I have a f bad feeling about Akanji. I'm worried because obviously Diaz uh, can play mostly left centre-back and Guardiol as a left-back and Akanji plays in the right centre-back. But what can happen is basically 
Ruben Diaz moves to the right center back, which is still fine position for him, and actually left center back, and Akanji drops out. And this will be a hold for me, uh, because actually when he plays, he plays good. He rarely plays bad. Um, but ultimately, if you look for someone for the long run, I have a feeling that Vardiol is the one, and Stones. I'm waiting for Stones to come back from the injury, because he will be someone that will, first of all, will change the formation for him. He will play 3-2 whatever 4-1 um, um, and then Stones will be more in the midfield and will be involved in more passes and passes and passes and you know that style that is BBS magnet uh, just by completing 30 passes which is easy for Stones to do that uh, so ultimately I, I want I want Stones, a fit Stones uh, but then Diaz I think he is the, the ultimate one uh, I said ultimate to both of them so I think these two are, are the best options to get uh, but actually, is is fine. It's fine option uh, if he gains his place tomorrow. Um, right. Moving on to the uh, Manchester United and Nottingham Forest game. Uh, Awani is someone we talked about from the beginning of this preseason. Um, he's proving me wrong. I was doubting him a little bit just because he's six point five. And I would have liked him to be a six, six million uh, striker, but at six point five, uh, he he scored for you every game. So uh, what what can you ask uh, more from from him? So well done to uh, to him. And uh, the owners, if anyone has him here, let me know, guys. I don't think there is, but it would be nice to see someone um, uh, who have um, our knee. Um, for Man United, Fernandes uh, is back on penalties, of course, as you would expect. A total XGI of 1.75, two big chances total, and two big chances created. So he could have had a monster. He had two big, ch big chances to score, and he created two big chances. Uh, so the goal and assist for him feels like a little bit an underachievement, believe it or not. Um, but that's still a great result. Uh, he's finishing on 13 points, which is which is absolutely uh, amazing. Rashford, on the other hand, with a total HGI of 0.7, managing two assists. Of course, one of them is a fantasy assist from winning the penalty. So I know many have had uh, their patience running out from, from Rashford and Fernandes uh, after two bad game weeks. And if you kept him, then uh, you reap the reward. Now things are evening out pretty much. Um, I never had Fernandes from the beginning of the season. I do have Rashford, so I'm quite happy with that. I feel I'm a bit behind uh, versus those who have Fernandes, but hopefully Foden and Jota tomorrow um, return and, and yeah, um, put me ahead uh, in terms of points versus others who have players like uh, Fernandez. Um, Brighton and West Ham is the last game that just finished before we go live. Um, kind of surprising, but that's West Ham um, uh, that that you can expect. Um, strong performance from West Ham, very smart play, um, taking the chances, leaving the ball and the shots and the passes to Brighton and just snap um, uh, the goals and the chances. So brilliant, brilliant tactical game from, from West Ham. Um, Bowen is the guy with an expected goal involvement of 1.31 goal and assist. James Ward-Prowse, and I mentioned him because um, he's priced at 6 million. 
And if he's on penalties, which I don't know yet, then he might be someone who can break the game. Um, I like still Bowen uh, at 1 million more. I like him a bit more than World Prowse. Um, but if JWP gets the penalties, I think he's going to be one of the greatest options at his price uh, to have. He, he, you might not expect to be in the box from opening plays, but when it comes to free kicks and penalties, if he gets his hand on them, uh, you know you know him very well. Uh, he's been playing for the Premier League for many years and you know his capabilities. So we didn't have the chance to own him much with Southampton, although we knew he would score 150, 160 points a season. Now he can do that with a West Ham team. So I think he can be someone we will talk about in a few weeks' time. Um, Brighton and um, Hove Albion. Uh, Ferguson, he is the one that started up front today. And um, total HGI is 0.71. Six goal attempts. Um, none of them have come in, as, uh, in a goal or an assist, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, that's the rotation we we're talking about in the striker uh, position. Uh, Wilbeck, um, of course, Insisio is out now, uh, but Pedro didn't didn't start as well. Ferguson got the game today. Maybe Pedro next time. So I think the safest bet is to go with Gross, Bitoma, Marsh, and Stupinian. Um, if you are looking for safety of of uh, of minutes, uh, Mitoma was wasn't really bad. I think he could have had something this game. A total HGI of 0.45. Um, yeah, it's disappointing to get a yellow card as well. Uh, if you get a blank, that's already bad. So how about the, the yellow card? So not the best results for Mitoma owners today. Uh, Istupinian, um, not much as well. So yeah. Uh, okay, for the sake of time, um, let's go through the positions. And a couple of goalkeepers I want to highlight here is Jose Sa, who is uh, the highest in terms of XG prevented with plus 1.2, keeping the clean sheets, making seven saves today against Everton. Uh, Neto with four saves, Ariola with nine um, uh, for, for the day, so three save points. That's not happening uh, every time. So I wonder if he managed to get uh, his hand on some BBS as well. Uh, most likely these goalkeepers when they uh, go for high amount of BBS, uh, high amount of saves, they tend to get into the BBS um, as well. Turner with seven saves as well, finishing on three. Um, if you go down the list, Pickford disappointing, Onana disappointing, and Ramsdale of course. I think the first goal is, is largely the reason why his XG prevented is, is really, really low at minus 1.5. Um, moving on to defenders, uh, we have um, some names that you might not be interested for FPL, but uh, we we got to give them credit for for this game week. Uh, Brantwaite, Young, uh, Chilwell, Odori, Colwell, Emerson, Stupinian, and Gusto. A uh, couple of key areas or key highlights here: uh, Chilwell with four chances created, um, Stupinian two. Uh, Shellwell had mostly uh, from the expected assist, of course, that uh, because he didn't shoot, I will keep, I will keep blaming him. <laughs> uh, I'm speaking uh, on behalf of all fantasy managers who own Shellwell. 
Um, so still, I like this. I, I like what I saw from uh, Crowell, Gasto, these cheap defenders from Chelsea, uh, especially Gasto. Um, he had two chances created, and both of them were converted into goals. So that's why I'm I'm saying that it's a bit of an overachievement. But they are still really nice assists and nice points. No, no doubt about that. Um, okay, then we move on to midfielders. Saka with four chances created, the highest in terms of HGI with 2.44. And you look at this split, it's pretty even between the expected goals and the expected assists. Pretty much almost 50-50%, uh, let's say 55% and 45%. So Saka had, had a mega game uh, when it comes to individual performance with goal, three goal attempts, three shots on target, uh, four chances created and of course scoring the penalty helped uh, Saka to be that high in terms of uh, in expected goals involvement. Far away, well, by almost uh, 0.7 uh, lower, Fernandes with 175, uh, six goal attempts, three chances created, and two of the three are big chances as well. Uh, is another guy who had uh, a monster game as well. Madison had a great game uh, with four goal attempts and total XGI of 1.52. Bowen, three goal attempts, two shots on target, and a total XGI of 1.31. Uh, Sterling with five goal attempts, Ward Prowse with the three goal attempts as well, and Martinelli had uh, four goal attempts, but not really, um, not really strong to convert any goals. He had three of them on target, so um, he's been trying really, really hard to, to score a goal, uh, but uh, it's unfortunate. Um, for him. Sun is someone I am still waiting to see his best. Four chances created, that's alright, that's good. Two goal attempts, but yet again, it's the nine million, that's the third blank in a row. Um, I know a couple of friends who have started the season with Sun because they expected something really big from him after Kane leaving, and that's unfortunately did not, did not happen. Um, Historia wouldn't be Berrahma on pens. Yes, uh, before James Prowse um, joining, it was mostly Berrahma, right? It, it, and even at that moment, uh, Bakita took uh, a penalty when Berrahma and Ward Prowse were not on, on, on the pitch. Uh, that rules out Bowen, um, in my opinion. But still, we haven't seen a penalty for West Ham where uh, Ward Prowse was there, was on the pay, uh, was on the field, and I'd like to see that confirmation. Uh, I'd like to think that maybe Berrahma will keep uh, his hand on, on the penalties, but still we need to, to see that for sure. Best three Chelsea players to own. I think you should keep Jackson. Um, he feels kind of a bit, a bit of wasteful with, with these chances, but I think his stats, his uh, adaptation to the new league, to the new team. I think uh, the goals will come for him, especially that the fixtures support that. Uh, so I will keep uh, Jackson, I will keep Chelwell, and probably one of Gusto or, or Sterling, um, to be honest. I think I like these two a lot. Sell Martinelli, I don't think it's time to sell him yet. I think he's still fine. Um, best Spurs defenders to own. Oduri or Romero or someone else. I think it's one of the two. If you look for security of minutes, 
it's it's Romero. If you look for upside, it's Odori. Um, and I have a really a structure of my team has a structure where I have already some upside players to chase. So I had to decide to go for a bit of a dull a dull pick in in Romero. Um, okay, so moving on let's have a look at the forwards and before i uh, continue we have reached 250 uh, viewers so thank you very much everyone i appreciate that 55 likes though so that's only about 23 percent come on guys we need more we need more likes here uh, to help the short content go out there and reach as many football fantasy managers as we can. All right, so uh, forwards line, we have Jackson, we have Antonio, the highest amongst the forwards with uh, an XGI of 1.05, three goal attempts and two shots on target. Jackson with five goal attempts and three on target, finally getting his goal. Ferguson, Iwani, Niketia, Wessa, and someone, I really want to mention him because I really know him from Bundesliga and really like him and he is he's a decent he's a decent striker and I think he's a little bit underpriced but for obvious reasons it's uh, Sasha Kalajdzic and this guy is is really good uh from watching him with Stuttgart a couple of seasons ago um he had a bad last season with with a long-term injury and he's back now I want to see him getting more minutes, getting more confident, getting uh, uh, on the score sheet. I think at 5 million, if if I see Kalajic, the one I know from Stuttgart, this 5 million will be 6.5. He is really that good uh, of, of a striker. But again, conditions are different. He's coming off from a long-term injury, so I'm not sure if how long it will take him to come back, if he will come back to that to that player that we know. Uh, but also Wolves in general are, are struggling this season. So am I going to pay 6.5 for a Wolves striker now? Probably not. But is Kalajic a player that could be worth that? Yes, that's that's why I'm, I'm talking about him. Because I think that 5 million, he could be a really decent option. You know, you don't have to start him but uh, every game week. But at 5 million for a third striker, um, um, it's, it's really good. If you are looking for a Salah and Haaland and couple of expensive players he he could fit as a second striker if he nails all the minutes but the third one a uh, third striker he's not he's not too bad so uh, I like him a lot and um, yes he got the only shot on target and he scored the goal uh, a total XG of 0.27 but all I'm asking is to write his name down come back after a couple of game weeks and see if he if his his potential materialize uh, to be to be an an option we can consider especially maybe after the international break and the last one is uh joao pedro as well came off the bench uh with two goal attempts and xgi of 0.16 and i included him in the table because i know many have uh have pedro and the question is shall i keep shall i sell well i think from the comments um uh from from uh Zerbi, he will be rotated a lot. He will be given time to adapt to the team and the philosophy. So I think it's a nice pin that he got in game week one, but I think it's good time to move on. Um, and I think it's a bit of a challenge to upgrade him to five from 5.5 bracket to a Jackson um, or Awani or 
Vesa. So uh, it's a bit of a challenge for Jackson, not so much for the other options because uh, they are 6.5 and lower. So um, I think it's time to consider moving on from, from Pedro, uh, uh, I'm afraid. Okay, so that brings us to the end. Um, 45 minutes is slightly longer than uh, what we always aim for, about 40 minutes. Uh, but hopefully guys you enjoyed this one um, let me know if in the comment I can spend a minute or two taking a couple of questions of about this game week what you think of um, Yared is asking which two in your opinion of Buemo, Mitoma and Madison so I, th I think if you're looking for a mini wildcard and change things around in midfield I think Madison and Buemo probably uh, will stand out. I can't remember on top of my head the fixtures for uh, for Mitoma and um, let me see. So for Brighton, they have the next two or three. They have Newcastle, Man United, Bournemouth, and Villa and Liverpool. So it's not too bad. And if we look at Mbuemo, what do Brentford have? I'm pulling the. They have Bournemouth, Newcastle, Everton, Forest, and United. So, Buemo and Brentford have slightly better fixtures than than Brighton and Buemo on penalties. So, if I have to choose, it would be Madison one, Buemo two, and uh, Mitoma number three in that order. Uh, can you directly transfer midfielders for forwards or no? Um, not sure. What do you mean exactly? But uh, for transfers, a midfielder has to be for a midfielder. Or a forward has to be uh, for a forward you can you need to always have five midfielders and three forwards uh, but it's up to you to decide who you start uh, you can change the formation you can bench a forward or bench uh, a midfielder thanks Heather thank you very much for joining um, yeah Polisic FC uh, yeah I hope I answered your your uh, question um, Marianne who did you transfer Charleston for yes uh, do the question I did transfer him for Madison. Um, I think that it's a mistake that I made, uh, partially because I was not confident of the information. And uh, unless he gets injured during the week, then um, he is in my team. And he's someone I wanted to own from the beginning of the year, uh, so uh, from the beginning of the season. So um, it's probably not too late, but I missed out on some points. But yeah, it's Madison who came in. Uh, sell show or keep? Yes, I think show is a sell. Um, best Richarlison and Pedro replacement. Pedro, I think you have to go to Jackson. I think he will be someone will be bought a lot, and the fixtures are great. And he starts taking the points, then you might you might go for him anyway, but with point one, point two more expensive. So I would think that uh, you might consider going for Jackson. Um, Richarlison is, is medicine uh, for sure and I think uh, could be Foden is a differential pick I'm going for um, you recommend rolling this week if you don't have any fires of course yeah uh, not, not, not specifically for this game week any game week it's really strong position to have two free transfers in a, in a game week because you might need a mini wild card or things will uh, be bad in, in one certain game week and you have two free transfers you will be ahead of, of any other uh, uh, manager so definitely roll if you don't have any fires 
you have a sterling is Jackson a must on for me um well first of all well done of for having sterling I think Jackson is not a must on but he's very popular that he might cause a damage uh, so if you are in a strong position and you started the season strong then yes I think it's important to have Jackson but I wouldn't say he's a must on um, but I think he is is good enough to make a damage uh, for you if you don't have him uh, Jackson looks terrible um, yeah I, w I don't know how to describe it but he looked a bit wasteful for sure um, but the second half against Luton was was alright so um, I think I think based on that um, you know sometimes players they don't start really good but then they get that goal which gives them confidence and you can see another version of him in the next game week so from that perspective um, Jackson had a great preseason as well I was like where is that guy that I watched him in the preseason he's been scoring like for fun right um, so I'm a bit surprised from the start of Jackson but I think that goal will change things a bit all right uh west ham is legit yeah i agree i agree um and forest may not be the easy fixtures we like to target anymore um probably yeah i think forest gain more experience in the, in the premier league and uh, i think they will still concede growth but i don't think it will be a walkover um um just as you said so yeah it's it's something in it for sure for sure West Ham uh, punt player next week. Antonio Bowen fixtures are tough after uh, though. I think Bowen is your man for now. Um, I, I still have question marks about James Ward-Prowse, but I think if you are looking for a punt, uh, uh, Bowen is, is the man for sure. Okay, um, do you think Edvardo will take one more question? I appreciate guys. It's a lot of questions coming in and uh, we are hitting 51 minutes. So uh, for the sake of time, do you think Edvardo will play tomorrow? I think so. I think so. I don't think there's someone threatening really his position in left back and he's a hundred million signing. So use him. Um, so I think he will play. Um, Sterling or Madison? It's Madison for me. Uh, <clears throat> Do you think Foden and Alvarez will start tomorrow? Yes, in uh, Abdullah, in in my in my own predicted lineup, I think we will start pretty similar, <coughs> pretty similar to uh, last game week. Um, unless Bernardo Silva is 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 fit to play, he's fit to play. Well, whether his uh, fitness level is ready to play. Okay. Um, Shokran Solia, Shokran. <laughs> okay, uh, guys, uh, that's that's the end of the stream. Uh, thank you very much for 190 viewers who uh, stayed with us until the end of it. We reached 250 uh, at some point as well, so I appreciate that. Uh, smash the like button, hit the notification uh, bell as well, so you can get all the uh, future uh, content on Fantasy Football Scout um, uh, YouTube channel and mine uh, i will be checking in with you all next week uh, similar time similar day with um game week four results so take care everyone good luck with making decisions this week and if you have players to play for the remaining week good luck with that so uh, appreciate that guys and um and uh, take care peace